welcome. Welcome, everyone. It, uh, it's that time you're thinking to yourself, isn't this supposed to happen in the morning? Isn't this supposed to be in the morning? And the answer is yes, it is supposed to be in the morning. We can pretend. We can pretend that it's not almost uh, 5 p.m. in the Eastern uh, time zone. I had an appointment. I had an appointment this morning. And I couldn't do it this morning. But I promise that will happen as rarely as possible. I'm going to make make it a promise to you that it'll happen as rarely as possible. But here, here we are. We're all here. We're still here. And that's what counts is we get to be together. We get to hang out. But my goal is to do this at 10 a.m. Central, which is 11 a.m. Eastern, uh, which is uh, 8 on the West Coast. That's my goal. That's when I like to do it. But if something comes up, you know what? I, I'm sorry. Next time I'll let you know ahead of time because that's, that's the kind of guy that I am is I'll let you know ahead of time. Now, I have some topics today, uh, but if there are things that you would like me to talk about, the best way to do that is to hop over into the live chat if you're watching this on YouTube or Periscope and tell me what you'd like. I, I've also fully enabled a Twitter machine right here so I can see your tweets. If you want to tweet me, here I am, tweet me. And I'll, we can talk. We can talk about whatever you want. But until I know what you want to talk about, I have a couple things. The first thing, this actually happened to me this afternoon. Um, my kids are begging me for a PlayStation 5. And I tried to pre-order one. No luck. It didn't happen. I wasn't fast enough. I'm not a, a, you know, I didn't have scripts or bots or anything. So they all sold out. Gone. No big, right? We'll get it soon. So I tweeted about it earlier today. And I said... How is a normal person, <laughs> you know, not that I think of myself as normal, but I'm, I'm, I'm not a, you know, I'm not one of these obsessive compulsive, like buyers, like sniping stuff on the web. And so I would have no idea how to, how, how someone gets a PS5 at this point. How do you get a? I don't know how you get a PS5. So I tweeted, how would a, a mostly normal person like me get a PS5? Is that even possible? And two guys replied and said, Walmart in five minutes. Walmart.com in five minutes is what they said. And, well, that's interesting. So I went over to Walmart and it turned out that they were going to be releasing a quantity of them that they had. I don't know how many. They're going to release this quantity of them. And it just so happened right at the top of the hour I was there and I, I reloaded the page and it said, you know, out of stock. I reloaded again and it said in stock. Okay. Okay, now, we're in business now, right? So click the button to put in my cart. Let's me put it in the cart. Okay, this, this might be it. We might have Christmas. And then I tried to check out and the checkout URL was just, it would just hang. It would just spin and spin and spin. And then finally it would pop up a little page that would say too many people are trying to do this at the same time. I'd reload, reload, reload. Finally, I was able to see it in, in, in back on the website and it said only, only 10 left. Okay. Trying to check out. No good. Only two left. Lost the chance. Lost it. Didn't get it. So I tweeted about that and a lot of people then replied and said, uh, Brian Peters says, who's at urban dude on Twitter. I like that. He says, I got so many errors and timeouts. Once it was in the cart, took about 15 minutes to finally get a message that it was sold out. Same, same Brian Peters. So does this mean what 2021 now we got to get it or I've got to go to eBay and 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 spend a thousand bucks on it? That seems unreasonable. Doesn't it seem unreasonable that that's the only way you can get it? 
I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's very cool. They had to know these things were going to be on in high demand, right? Okay, we got a couple questions in here. Uh, TJ Wilkinson says, give 5x5 at the movies a shout out. Do you know about 5x5 at the movies? Do you know about that show? Uh, years ago, I had the idea that I would like to talk about a couple movies with some friends. And I think we did two or three episodes. And that was it. Then it sat dormant. It sat dormant uh, for a long time. Until a young man uh, by the name of Keith Ruckus showed up and, and sent me a very compelling email in which he said, I, I'm obsessed with movies. All I do is think about movies. And uh, I would love to do a podcast. I would love to do a podcast about movies. I would like to reboot Five by Five at the Movies and talk about movies. And so that's, that's what that show is. It's, it's Keith Ruckus and a friend uh, whose name I should, maybe it's TJ Wilkinson. As far as I know, it's TJ Wilkinson. You can tell I, I don't listen a lot to the show. Sorry, Keith. Uh, but go listen to that show. I suppose I could even look up who hosts it. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's a great show. I know that because I know Keith and Keith does good work. So go check that out. And also um, Garrett, who works with me on uh, Fireside, is telling me that I should promote Fireside more. But I don't, I don't you know, I don't want to promote it. I don't. Mm. I want to talk to you about it. I want to tell you about it. I don't want to promote it. Um, Limac333 says, I tried Walmart last week on launch day and struck out. I eventually got lucky last Friday on Sony's website. So how do how are you knowing how are you knowing where to go and when to get one? Can anyone get me one of these PlayStation 5? I'll tell you what. You get me a PlayStation 5. And I'll, I'll I what can I give you? I could give you I could give you an extra 50 bucks if you get me one of them. I could send you a, a slightly used fireside mug. I could, um, you know, what what do you want? I don't know. But if you can score one of these things for me. Now, here's the problem is if if like five people say I got one for you, I only need one. I only need one. But if you can get me one of these things, uh, then absolutely get it for me. And I'll give you a, a mug or a whatever, whatever you want. But if you have one, like if you ordered one, you're like, I think Dan's kids need it more than I do, which is true. Send send it over here. Oh, there's Keith. He showed up in the uh, Keith. Who? What's the name of your uh, co-host on Five by Five at the movies? Uh, Keith. Who is that? Um. Oh, and uh, and so um, Brendan. I need to talk about this. Brendan Hutchins says, "Is this also dropped as a podcast? I couldn't find anything searching for Dan Benjamin and Overcast. It just got added to iTunes." This morning is when I got the email. So yes, I don't know how long it will take to propagate out into your favorite podcast client, but it is a podcast also. I just take the audio and uh, and and send it into podcast form. I did intro music on the first one, but it felt like extra work and I'm trying to get this thing out as quickly as possible. So I don't know if I'm ever going to do intro music ever again. So that first episode will just be a, like, a, like a bonus gift. I think it's just going to be me talking and that's fine. Or maybe I'll have a producer one day who will put music in it. I don't know. Dan Richardson, Keith Ruckus says, is the co-host. Dan Richardson. So there you go. Um, so anyway, help me out with a PS5. I don't know. I'll give you something. Something that is cool. 50 bucks or a mug or whatever you want. All right. Now, there's some other things that I wanted to talk about today. Uh, but before I do it, I thought it would be fun. I have some. Uh, I have a Patreon, which is how I receive support for all the work that I do, whether it's this show or other videos or quit or other things. 
It's just uh, it's just patreon.com slash Dan Benjamin is the place to go. But I wanted to I wanted to do a little shout out to some of my lifetime supporters, people who have been supporting. There's some people who have been supporting me since 2014. OK, and at the top of this list is Robert Curry. Robert, you're at the top of the list. You're my longest running supporter. And, uh, you know, I don't know if it's, I'm allowed to say this. Robert, Robert supports me at five dollars a month. a month, but he's done it since 2014. And I must commend you. I want to say thanks very much to Robert Curry. Uh, There, there are so many people on here. I'm going to start doing a thing where uh, each show I will thank some of the patrons, Uh, but because I'm not prepared for the the list yet, I'm just going to start by saying thanks to Robert. He's the longest running supporter on here. So, uh, so thanks very much to him. And uh, actually, you know what? There might be someone who's who's been supporting even longer. Robert, don't get angry at me, uh, because there might be someone who outsupported. There is. There's someone named Interrupt who's been supporting me even longer. So thanks to Interrupt for that, and uh, and the rest of you who support me makes a big difference. I I gotta I gotta get my kids a PS5. You know, so th- this really helps. All right, now into some news and some things that have been banging around my brain these last few days, uh, and I tweeted about this earlier today, um, Amazon has entered the drugstore business. Here's what's interesting. When Amazon gets into an industry, Amazon changes that industry. This is a fact. Everyone knows about it. Obvious one being books, but creating marketplaces. But then look what they've done on the technology side, right? Look at what they've done with just Amazon S3, how almost the entire internet's images and files are being served from S3. They really dive in and they really do something. And so the stock market gets this. They really get this. And so as soon as this happened, as soon as they announced this, there was an instantaneous response in the stock market. And I've actually got a couple articles up here. Um, You can see here, Amazon's new drugstore isn't revolutionizing anything, analysts are saying. This is an article on uh, the Seattle Times of all places. Uh, But look at what happened. When they announced this, CVS shed 8.6%. Walgreens sank 9.6%. And this had a huge effect on the stock market and uh, on uh, Rite Aid plummeted 16%. Uh, That's just because Amazon announced they were doing it. They didn't even come out with, you know, they just said, we're going to do, so here's the way that it works. They're going to allow prime customers, you can order your prescription drugs directly and they're shipped right to your house. It's pretty cool, but they're going to ship. Here's what the article says. Common medicines like insulin, asthma inhalers, generic and brand name drugs. They won't sell opioids. They won't sell other drugs that are higher risk for theft. Uh, So, you know, it's, it's not like you're going to have to worry about the, they call them, what do they call them? Uh, John Roderick called them something funny the other day, porch surfers or porch pirates, people who are going to run up and and steal stuff. So they're obviously not going to send you, you know, your um, oxy kitten to your house. Uh, but what's really cool about this is you can actually talk to a pharmacist. They've got a 24-7 pharmacists available on the site. You can compare prices. You can compare different drugs on there. You can switch between a copay and a non-insurance option. Uh, you're going to get what they're saying is 80% savings on your medicine when you pay without insurance and up to 40% on name brands. This is huge. 
And it's really, really different. And I think this is absolutely fascinating because everybody, I mean, think about it right now, especially with all the new lockdowns coming out, people aren't supposed to go anywhere. This is just another way to make, to make it easy. I was talking to a friend of mine and she was saying, isn't this is, it's so interesting how different it is reality of 2020 compared to what we thought the future was going to be. You know, the idea that you can pull up your little, your little glass screen and you can tap on it. And then in a matter of hours and sometimes days, but usually hours behold at your door is that thing that you wanted. It's not quite. And this was her point. It's not quite as cool as star Trek where you get to uh, basically materialize the thing that you want out of the replicator, but it, we're almost there. I mean, being able to get something to your door in hours is really amazing. And if it's medicine, if it's a prescription, if it's something like that, this is pretty cool. But what does it mean for things like tests? I think about the COVID situation a lot. How does this reflect tests? Wouldn't, wouldn't you think that they could have a service set up to get you a test very quickly and have you send it back? What if you just need a, a traditional blood test for some reason? You know, you just, you just need to get a blood test. Couldn't they do it that way? I, I just think it's fascinating. Um, oh, hey, Portland. Brendan's in Portland. Um, oh, just a little feedback on the PS5 thing. Limac 333 says, Sony's website is probably the best bet, but even then it's something I had to devote a couple of days of sitting on various websites waiting for them to go back in stock. Um, and James says he wants the Amazon drones. You know, when I used to have these three beautiful uh, Ollie Moss Star Wars paintings for the for the original three movies. And these things were very hard to get. I was able to get them because I wrote a Ruby script that checked the website that I knew they were going to announce it on. It would check it because it, it, this was a Mondo Tease site back in the day. And they would never announce exactly when they were going to update. So I had a little thing that checked and it ran every five seconds to see if the website had changed. And if it did, it would alert me. And so I was able to go and get these three uh, beautiful uh, posters, these very, very limited edition posters that I later sold. Uh, but I just don't like, I don't, I don't want to script against Sony's site and, and everything out. And I don't know. And Eric Timmer says he just, oh, that's E.T. He's the one that wants me to do the, uh, the, the alien show, the alien encounter show, which I'm going to do. Uh, he says, I just waited an hour on Sony's and they sold out. See, so how am I going to get one of these? Somebody has to be able to hook me up. Okay. So anyway, Amazon, that's really interesting to me. And I can't wait to see what Amazon does. You know, Amazon is one of those companies that so many people I know hate. And so many people have said, oh, I'm switching away from Amazon. I'm not going to use Amazon anymore. It's horrible. It's the worst. It's, it's the absolute worst thing. But it is so convenient. It's so compelling to just use it. Do you feel bad when you use Amazon? Are you like me? Are you feeling bad about it? I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel a little bit of guilt. It's like yesterday when I was talking about watching the NFL. I can't watch the NFL with a clear conscience. I can't shop at Amazon, but I get everything from Amazon. And now they own Whole Foods. So everything I get is from Amazon now. Everything I have is from Amazon. Everything. Okay. I also wanted to talk about the the new M1 Max. Have any of y'all got a, an M1 Mac? I know more and more normals, not cutting edge nerds, not weirdos like me who want to get all the tech right away, but normals who have already gotten their uh, you know their M1 MacBook Airs or Mac Minis. 
And I would love to get one of these things. They're so fast. They're way faster than my 16-inch MacBook Pro that isn't even that old. I can't justify spending the money on that right now until maybe more of you support me on Patreon. Hint, hint. But I can't afford and justify getting one of these things, but they're so much faster. And I feel like especially for things like the video encoding and the stuff that I do in the video work and the audio production work, uh, it would just be a joy to have one of these. But the reason why, I, I, price aside, the reason I feel like I can't get one of these <clears throat> excuse me, is because uh, there's so much about the Rails stack. I'm a Ruby on Rails developer when I'm not doing shows, I'm working on Fireside, that is broken and doesn't work yet. And there's no telling when that will start to work because it's all a lot of it relies on open source and that that deter people's availability and developers' availability to start making stuff work, which implies that they have M1 Max also. And if they're open source developers, maybe they're not making money from it, so there's harder to justify getting it, and you get the idea. So until all of that happens, I can't really get one of these to use as a main machine. And if I can't use it as a main machine, it's harder to justify, you get the picture. But there are a lot of people who just can't, um, who can't get an M1 Mac just yet. But I sure would like to try one of these things. I'd just like to try it out. And I would love to hear when the rest of these tools are available. But what am I going to do with this beautiful 16-inch MacBook Pro with an Intel CPU, who's going to want that now? Am I going to sell it? Would I keep it? Can I justify having two? Should I get the Mac Mini instead? What do you guys think? I don't really know. Uh, I don't really know. Um, Spicy Nut Piece says, I feel bad too. I try to buy direct when I can, especially with small businesses. I agree with that. Anytime that you can get a product directly from the people who make it, I, I feel like that's the thing. That's the thing you've got to do. If you can do it, that's what you got to do. Um, because it, it supports more directly. Amazon is not your friend. I have to be honest, they are not your friend. Um, I like what Amazon Music is doing. I like what they're doing for podcasts. I've worked with some of the people over there and they're very kind. They're very wonderful people. But what, am, what it takes for Amazon to get you your package is... It's nightmarish. It's nightmarish. Hey, Garrett. Garrett's here. He says, Apple's great about trade-ins and credit. Garrett, how much do you think I could get for this MacBook Pro, though? How much do you think I could get for it? And then I'd have to go into the store. I don't want COVID. Do you want COVID? I don't want COVID. Okay. Now, people have been... I hinted yet. Yeah, I've been hint. I said maybe I would talk about Fireside, but that no one wants to hear about Fireside on the show. No one wants to hear about it. And then just this morning, Garrett keeps saying, you know, that I should promote... I should promote Fireside more. And I told him, well, you write, you write more code and I'll have more time to promote Fireside. And he said, okay then. Uh, but some people that I know who are not nerds have asked me to talk about Fireside. But what is it that exactly that you want to know about Fireside? Because so, I'm, I'm happy to talk about it. I'm happy to talk about it. But what do you want to know? Um, so my question is, Ask me specific questions and I'll, I'll give you specific answers. But I'll tell you what, let me just start talking about this. So back in, I think about 2015, I took a look at the tools that were available for podcasters. And I was very much back then in the swing of doing shows about podcasting and answering a lot of people's questions. And over and over again, people would say, oh, this, this host isn't great or this host. And I took a look around. And I said, what, what if I wasn't a developer? What if I didn't have my own infrastructure already built, you know, and I wanted to host a show. It wasn't very easy. The user experience is bad. And you know what? 
like, of course I'm biased because I make Fireside. I built it uh, with help, but I like it better. I like it better than what else is out there. But at the time, listen, the the big players in the business back then, the experience was horrible. There was a lot left to be desired. So I took what I knew from making 5x5 all those years and working with some really smart podcasters and taking their input into how they'd help me improve 5x5. And I said, I'm going to build this into a platform. So I cut way, way, way back on the shows that I was doing. Cut way back. Like I cut back to, you know, I think I was only doing, I was doing like two shows a day, maybe three on some days. I cut back to doing like three a week really, really cut back. And I took all of my time, effort, energy, and put it into building Fireside from scratch, started coding the thing from the ground up. And it took me because I was only able to do it when I wasn't doing shows, doing post-production, doing pre-production, doing sales, doing all the other things you got to do to make a living. Uh, it took me a long time to do it. It took me the better part of a year. But then when I was done, I launched it with a, a beta plan. I said, I'm going to do a beta. All of you people come on in and uh, you can get it at this reduced price that will go up later, but for now it's a reduced price. And you can help out, you can find what's wrong, you can tell me what features you want, and you guys will help me make Fireside and make it as amazing as I can possibly make it. And so that's how I started out doing it. And it's come a very, very, very long way. Like I said, I've had a lot of good help along the way to make it this good. And a lot of the help comes from the users themselves saying, oh, could you add this feature? Could you add this other feature? Could you improve it in this way? And um, uh, so Eric Timmer, AKA ET, that's his name, ET. That's his actual name. Uh, he says, is it making money? Absolutely. Um, it's um, it's very much uh, a profitable business that's, that's enough now for me to focus, justify, focusing a, a good chunk of my time on it. Um, it's enough to have someone like Garrett Diamond who's helping uh, to be able to pay him. It's enough to, you know, to spend some, a little bit of money on advertising. Um, but of course I want it to be much bigger. I want it to grow much bigger. And it's, um, you know, it's frustrating because there are a lot of, and this is true in any industry, but there are a lot of copycats out there who look at what we did and then just copy it and do it. And you could argue, well, that's just the way business works, right? A good feature comes out, like let's say seatbelts in cars. You say, wow, those sure would be nice to have. We should add those to our car. You can say, you can't add seatbelts. You're copying us. Well, of course you've got to have seatbelts. And I feel like that's the way it is here, but it's, it's super frustrating because we don't have like a big team. It's not like 50 people or even five people working uh, on it. It's, it's very limited. So there's a huge time constraint on how fast we can roll things out. Um, you know, one of the things I've talked about a lot that, that people really want is dynamic ad insertion. I've talked about this so much and uh, people really want it. The, the reality of dynamic ad insertion is it, it's not really all people think it's going to be, uh, they really, it, it's not going to make most people really any money. And it's, a, it, it, I find it to be intrusive and it, it's just not the way that ads really perform in a podcast. And trust me, I know, like I said, I've been podcasting for money since 2006, 2008 full time. The kinds of ads that perform well are not dynamic inserted they're just not but that's what people want 
Uh, and, and again, like now we have to build this feature. I'm not building the feature because I think it's a good feature. I'm not building it because I think it helps a podcasting community. I, I think it maybe even harms the podcasting community a little bit, the, but the reason that I'm building it or that we will be building it is because people ask for it. And guess what? Other places have it. And because there's a perceived value, not a real value, but a perceived value associated with dynamic ad insertion, podcasters are being conditioned. Well, I've got, I've got to have that. I've got to have, I've got to have that. I've got to have the, um, Corinthian leather in my car. I've got to have it without that. I I don't want to drive that car. It's the same thing. They think they need to have it. They want to try it and they don't realize that they might make $25 a month and ruin their podcast in the process. But if you want to do that, we'll build the feature. It's the same thing with, uh, the, um, IAB certification. IAB certification, Internet Advertising Bureau is what IAB stands for. And what they came out with is a spec, a standard by which we are, we as being podcast hosts are expected to measure downloads for people's podcasts. And what this is great. The idea behind it is great. Um, There are some flaws in their implementation. I could go into detail, but no one cares about that here. But in order to get IAB certification, It really comes down to money. It's not just we meet your certification so we get certified. That would be fine, but that's not how it works. You've also got to write out a big check. My understanding is it's a five-figure check uh, and it's it's in the middle upper five-figure range to go along with the fact that you're doing it right. So let's say that we're already IAB compliant, not certified, but compliant, meaning that our stats are already working exactly the way or close to the way that the IAB would say they should work for us to be certified. Couldn't we just be certified? IAB, verify it. We're Certify us. Nope. You've got to send them a very big check. And we're not a very big company. And sending a check would hurt. It would, we'd really feel it, really feel it. So... That's why we're not IAB certified yet. Um, Momo Badalak says, I'm going to get this name right one day. What's the driving factor of the business? For me, uh, you know, it was, and this this sounds like when I say it, I almost don't believe myself because it sounds like I'm, 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 I'm saying this dis- without, you know, being genuine, but I wanted to do something for this community that's made it possible for me to do something that I love doing for so long. I love podcasting. I love doing what we're doing right now. Um, I love that I can communicate something to the world and that people show up for it. It's is amazing. And I would never have been able to do this if podcasting didn't exist. So I want to give back at the same time. Of course, I want to make money because I've got to, got to make a living and why not do it doing something I like that also helps the community. So the more customers Fireside gets, uh, well, the, the better living I'll make sure, but the more that we're doing for the community, the more we're doing for the industry, if we can create features that are about, oh, and listen, I have a really good idea for how we don't even need, uh, IAB certification at all. This is a really good idea. I'm not going to talk about it today. I'm sorry. I'm not going to talk about it today, but it is a way to track downloads. It's perfect. It's genius and it's perfect but it requires the input uh, and in, not input, 
it requires the involvement of all the podcast app people. And uh, it will never get that. We'll never get that. I mean, I'm pessimistic, but Ali B, which I approve of the name, uh, would like to hear more about fireside development process. Um, you know, it's a Ruby on Rails application. Um, the way that I've coded is the way that uh, my whole life is the way that I've coded Fireside. Uh, it's, um, you know, I don't know, are you asking for specifics? Like, do you want to know about our Git repository? I mean, it's all fairly standard. It's Ruby on Rails. Um, and, uh, and we use a combination of Passenger and Puma to deploy, to deliver the application. I use Capistrano for deployment. I use Git for source repository. Um, I mean, any more, what are you going to, are you, what are you going to try and hack it? You're going to try and hack it. Ali, is that what you're trying to do? Are you trying to hack it? I know you, I know what you're up to over there. Uh, but you know, it's, uh, Nathaniel Flick says, Ali, from what I remember, development has been iterative and also based on what Dan needed. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, that's definitely true. I just started out by building the stuff that I needed. I build what I felt would work best for me having done this for, you know, at the, at that point, what, um, you know, 10 plus years. Uh, so I really just had this vision in my head of what I wanted and started building out all the features. Of course I had the CMS that powers five by five, which is so long in the tooth now. And I am in the process of moving five by five shows over to, uh, to Fireside. For example, this show, I haven't even bothered to make uh, an entry for it in 5x5 yet because I'm serving it up right off of uh, Fireside. And I, I need to finish the network feature that I'm working on that will support, it's basically like a landing page, that will support integration of all the different shows over on Fireside. I haven't done that yet, but I'm working on that. But you see, you see what I'm talking about? But I also want to give you this show. I also want to do this show for you. So instead of being over there writing code, I'm doing this for you. Garrett, please finish all of the features. I trust that he will. Uh, I trust that he will be able to finish them by the time I'm done with this stream today. Um, but I, I love answering your questions, and I, I, I definitely want to talk uh, more about some of these really interesting topics. Again, this is only our second episode today, uh, ever. So I'm very, very interested in your submissions. If you have links, if you have topics, if you have things like that, let me know on Twitter. Email me, dan at 5x5.tv. Go to, um, I just made a website for this. It's uh, dbl.fireside.fm, Dan Benjamin Live. DBL, I guess that's what we're calling it. dbl.fireside.fm. Go there and click contact and send me a link. I very much would like to hear what uh, what it is. That, oh, Garrett says, he says, later today for sure. Entire backlog complete, no problem. Awesome. Uh, but, you know, I very much want to hear what you think now before we before we close out uh the show and i will be back a regular time tomorrow morning don't worry uh 10 a.m central um there's something that just it's it this is troubling to me uh because it seems it seems like the something strange has happened in the simulation because we're i mean you admit we're in a simulation right there's something weird going on. If you're watching with video, listen, I'm not the kind of, I don't like to make fun of people because I, I, I was, you know, I was always the, the little kid. I always got picked on in school and grade school and everything else. You don't want, no one wants to get made fun of. Uh, but 
what exactly is going on here? If you're watching the video of this, um, Rudy Giuliani was at some kind of press conference today, and I guess he had put some hair dye in, and it 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 bled, and there were these dark streaks running down his face, and I feel like like somebody needed to tell him, somebody needed to do something about this. And I, I know this isn't, it seems like I'm making fun, but I'm not. I, I, I'm legitimately asking, how does, how does this happen? How does this happen that no one thinks about this? Um, I don't like the word, something weird is going on. Right. And then the whole thing with the, um, with the four seasons landscaping, like there's something weird going on in the world right now. Isn't there? Right. I mean, there's something, something strange is going on in the world. I mean, you, you guys agree with me. Right. And it feels more and more like we're in a simulation all the time. And I, I, I feel like we are in a simulation. Do you agree? Do you agree? I want to talk to like somebody, like a scientist who can really break down the simulation thing for me because I feel like it's, uh, it is a real thing uh, anyway. So for tomorrow morning, I'm going to try and reel the show in a little bit. I have some actual news stories lined up that I want to talk about. I have a couple topics I want to talk about, but I know I've been looking at the numbers of how many people have watched the show and it's growing already, which is wonderfully encouraging. But what I desperately need from y'all is the participation. You find a good link, you find a good article. What I want you to do is I want you, when you're reading something, you say to yourself, would Dan like this? And if the answer is maybe or yes, send it to me right away. Don't even wait, get it over here and you'll get credited on the show. Uh, and, and I thank you for that, but I need the input. You can become like a, a mini, you know, like, um, like Adam Curry always says, like you can become a producer of the show by supporting the show, by sending in links. You don't want to send money, send links, need your help. And that's it. I think that's all we've got for today. How long have we been doing this? Yeah. 35. I'm trying to do this for around a half an hour. That seems fine. Do you want more? You got to tell me that. Otherwise we're going to go to like half an hour, 45 minutes, but yeah, let's do this. Um, all right. Oh, and there's Graham. Graham just showed up. Graham says, Graham, let me listen. Anything I just want to let me just say this, Graham, Graham. Okay. Listen, anything that you see here, anything, if this looks good, if, if this set looks good, if, I mean, he can't take credit for how good I look, come on, but everything else, the lighting, the, the camera, the stream, Everything is all thanks to Graham Hancock. I can't thank this man enough. He is a gentleman. He is a scholar. He has given me so much free advice. Uh, he's, you know, he he's so knowledgeable about all this stuff. And anything, any good things that you see about the show and you're watching it on YouTube or Periscope or wherever, it's all thanks to him. He has taught me everything I know. So Graham, uh, thank you very much. I really appreciate your help. And uh, and that's it. So um, so I'm going to wrap this up but I need your links. I'm serious. I'm, be I'm begging you. This is me begging. I'm begging for the links. Send the good links in 
and uh, and we'll make we'll have some fun with that. And uh, and I thank you. You can hit me up on Twitter at Dan Benjamin. You can go to dbl.fireside.fm or email me at dan at five by five TV. I'm on Periscope. I'm on YouTube. Uh, and hopefully you're watching the show too. You're not just listening, but I forgive you for just listening. This is the podcast too, but, uh, by all means watch the show too. And, uh, I really thank y'all for tuning in and, uh, we'll be back tomorrow, 10 a.m. Central 11 Eastern. See you then. Bye.